0: The yeah. what's going on everybody welcome back to the human being with gene podcast so happy to be back with y'all so much been going on these past couple of weeks and I appreciate my listeners my followers my friends and those people that are just nosy, and want to hear what I'm talking about? Cuz they might be scared. They might be worried that I'm going to tell the truth about life, their life, my relationship with them. One of which I got to say, man, I I'm not used to talking shit about people or putting them on personal on personal blast. But I'm not going front. My ex got a little whack this week. I got to say, she got a little whack. She didn't have my daughter call me for uh, Father's Day. And she said, because she was waiting for me to confirm what time I was going to pick her up. So I waited all day while everybody else was hitting me up. Happy Father's Day. I waited for my my ex to call, because my daughter's only six. So my daughter could speak to her dad and be like, happy Father's Day. And that would have changed everything. One, I would have received that wonderful phone call, as dad should, on this one day, if not every day. But definitely expected on Father's Day. And uh, and then we would have confirmed what time I was getting. Or we would have found out if it was happening at all. So my ex tried to say I dropped the ball when I didn't. Because I just said, this is the one day you could just make the initiative pick up the phone, call, have my daughter speak to me, and say Happy Father's Day. So I stayed at the house all day. Nothing to do. I didn't go anywhere, because just in case, she called. I'm like, yo, come get her. I was I was ready. There was no denying that. I was on deck waiting for that. She never called. And even when I texted, like, yo, you that whack that you can't even have her text me? And then she said, well, she gave me all kinds of excuses and still didn't call. She still didn't call to say happy father's day or have a, have my daughter say happy father's day. And I was a little tight. I was a little tight and I said some things, not things that I shouldn't have said, you know, cause I'm past that stage. I don't care enough to like, you know, I said tr- some true shit and whether it resonated or not, it was not my concern. I just had to get it off my chest and I'm not going to tell you her business right now. And it's, and why she's whack that will all come out in the book trust and believe and all the other people that i got stories on and things that that affected my life of course because i ain't just out here just trying to drop dime or or you know tell people's business but if it affected my life if i had something to do with it then please believe your business is going to be on blast street so but that's all going to be in the book and that's coming soon But the interesting part was, so when I did get my daughter Monday, I said, I'm not going to front, darling. I was a little hurt that you didn't call me. I thought you would at least ask mommy to call and say, you know, let me say happy Father's Day to daddy because she knows what it is. She spoke to her granddad and whoever else is in my ex's life. She spoke to them. So I said, honey, why didn't you just tell mommy to call me? To wish me happy Father's Day. And this little six-year-old wizard, this genius, this angel sent from another cosmos, says to me. Because daddy, I wanted mommy to figure it out on her own. And I said, well, hot damn. (laughs) That's what I've been wanting mommy to figure out for years. I've been wanting mommy to get it together and figure it out for years. And she said, I just wanted mommy to figure it out on her own. I can't believe that this six year old had the wherewithal to say something like that to me. And I just kept it quiet because I didn't want her to know how resounding those words were because I didn't want it to go back. I just I was keeping it cool. Plus, I wanted to save it for the podcast. But I just couldn't believe that. That's exactly what I thought. I thought mommy would have figured it out on her own and she didn't. And that's what. I um, I just had an episode of Cheers into the X. I'm sipping on something right now to undo that Cheers. Just for Father's Day, man. I I just was, that was whack. And shout out to all those fathers out there and mothers too, because there's some good moms dealing with some garbage dudes out there, and and dudes that don't want to be in the picture. Y'all got the kids, and he don't want nothing to do with them. So, I know this goes out to all of y'all, but I know personally, I got some of my male friends going through the drama. One of my homeboys, his kids are all the way in Ireland. And he's here in the States repping for them though, man. He's all about his kids. Goes out there as often as he can. You know, he's in their life. He's trying to stay in their life, but, you know, he's got one of those. Man, and they be looking so perfect in the beginning. The women or the whoever, whoever that person is in your life, because dudes too. It seems so beautiful. You look at them like, oh, yeah, I could raise a nice little family with that person. And then the family happens and you're looking at them like, why? I ain't dwelling on that. I want to move on to the positivity, to the good shit that's going on. Thank you to everybody that came out. To Phoenix for the Fools of Comedy premiere at the Stand Up Live Comedy Club, uh, June 6th. Thank you for showing that love. We got our next gig July 3rd in Miami, Fools of Comedy. Myself, Francisco Duran, and Des White out of Houston. Well, we will be back together July 3rd. But um, this week, I'm traveling a lot, heading out to Seattle to a resort called... Sakamish, so I don't know if I said it right, Sakamish, so Suquamish, so I don't know, but heading out there, and as I was planning my flight and my travel, I was thinking, wow, like, I, I've i been flying for free for such a long time, like just traipsing around the planet, and then I had to think about the things that I've learned or the things I've gained from my travels, and there's one story keen to mind because every Vacation. Every destination is different. Even if you go back to a same city to visit because it was so dope the first time, the next time it's still going to be different. You can go to the same restaurant, go to the same people. It's just going to be an absolute different experience. So, one, that's how you got to embrace every uh, new adventure. Expect the difference. It's going to happen no matter what, no matter how you try to keep it monotonous is going to change. Something's going to be different. There's going to be one variable that makes the whole thing different. If not just the date alone, you're going at a different time and a different place in your life. Right. But I went to, uh, I forgot what Latin country it was. I don't know if it was Ecuador or Colombia. I don't remember, but I do remember being on the dance floor and dancing with this girl and giving her my best salsa. Now, I'm very nice on the dance floor. Salsa gets a little tricky for most dudes, right? It doesn't get tricky for me because I was able to decode the steps of salsa. For a black guy, all I do is the hustle. That's all it is. I get a girl on the dance floor and while they're playing uh, Tito Puentes or or Mark Anthony, I'm in my head. Do 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 That's what I'm hearing in my head. I'm hearing the hustle and that's how my feet move. And I get my twirl on and she's I'm dipping on all that. You think I'm the nicest Spanish music dancer in the world cuz it's I don't care if it's bachata, salsa, merengue, all of that, son. I look nice. Nobody knows and I'm straight up hustling on the dance floor. The straight two step hustle But that being said, I'm dancing with this girl who was a dope salsa dancer. And I kept, I watched her dance with other people. And then when I danced with her, maybe one of my steps got off. Because like I said, I'm just doing the hustle. Sometimes the hustle don't translate well depending on the song or depending on the girl. But I might have turned her and got her off beat a little bit. And I remembered... All she did was keep the same beat that she had. She knew what the beat was. She kept the same beat and got right back in stride to our routine. I just met this girl. So we just dancing. But she was able to get right back in stride. Because she kept her own beat. She knows what the music is. She knows what she can do. She trusted of course because I was leading. She trusted me. But she just kept her beat. And then got right back in line with my beat. So whatever move I was doing after that missed the mishap with the turn, she got right back into it, but with her beat, on her own beat. And I remember, I didn't say nothing to her, because this was just a little too, I ain't want to do all that talking on the dance floor, but I left there thinking, yo, that is the key right there to almost everything. Keep your own beat. Keep your own beat. Everybody's going to dance differently. Everybody got a different move. Or they got their own tune in their head. Or whatever they doing. But if you keep your own beat. Yo, you're never going to be off beat. No matter what they throw at you. Because it's in your head. So you rocking. I mean, like I said. Keep in mind. This ain't for the dudes out there that can't dance at all. I'm not repping you right now i'm not talking about the klutzes that don't care what the beat is they they dance into their own drum not those dudes i'm talking to the people that can understand the universal rhythm so we all hear the same music we all hear the same thing and you keep your beat to that because that's how we communicate so your your beat now becomes my beat we are now in one, in unison on the dance floor. And it looks dope when we both doing it together. But if we have a misstep, you still keeping your own beat, you could help me get back on track. Cause I could have just fallen off for that second. You helping me get back on track, track. And I had that epiphany from that little dance. That yo, she kept her own beat and got right back in. And we looked like we was supposed to be on dancing with the stars. That's how dope it was, and that's how uh, how much it affected me because I was like, oh, man, everything we do, especially, like, the good people, we try so much to cater to everybody else, making sure that they good. And sometimes at no cost at all, like, you know, if we good people, it don't mean nothing to help somebody else. And even if it's financial, if I got it, you got it, you know? Some people are just like that. Some people just give of themselves and like... You know, you give, and then you look back and be like, oh, wow, I ain't got shit for myself. And there's a lot of good people out there like that. But when you keep your own beat, though, you can still give, but you got something for you. They say on the plane, a lot of people take this for granted, but when you take on a flight, the flight attendant makes the PA, and they say, please put on your oxygen mask. Before you help somebody else. Because they saying. You are useless. To anybody else. If you are incapacitated. So if you don't put yours on first. You can't help your loved ones. But a lot of people. Will be selfless. Like, No I gotta make sure. Everybody around me is good. Nah you out. You passed out. No oxygen. Because Of course with your good intent. You looking out for somebody else. And now you can't look out for them because now you out. So they say, look out for yourself, but not in a selfish way and not solely look out for yourself, look out for yourself so that you are able to help so that you are able to continue to help. And it's a, it's an interesting thing to learn at this point in my life, because a lot of the times that I helped people, I did it at my expense, financially, spiritually, Sometimes sexually I just I was making sure somebody else was good Making sure she was good And at, at At the cost of my own happiness So I learned Like I don't have to do that no more You can still be a great person A dope person A dope human being If you're willing to help You're willing to make sure the people around you are good But you most importantly Make sure that you're good that you're taking care of yourself. You're holding yourself down. Because please understand. It, that that uh saying. Give them an inch. They're going to take a yard. Like That comes from a real place. So even when you give somebody something. they Some people. Some of the whack people in your life. Are going to try to take more. They're going to try to take more. But if you got what you got for you. Kept away in a reserve somewhere. In your own mental reserve. And they they can only take what you've given them but if you put everything on the line and they reach out for more they're going to take what's yours and some take it with no remorse cuz that's what they're there for actually they actually have people out there friends out there family out there that come out there just to get what you got or take away from your light i remember i was uh i remember i was about 13 I might have told this story in an early episode, I'm not sure, but bear with me if you heard this already. I was about 13, and my boy Bradley, who lived on my block back in New York, I remember we were um, we was talking about, we were just standing on the corner talking about uh, riding the bikes, or playing basketball, I think. And now I'm lefty, right? And Brad was righty. And so we were talking, but I know. That I'm ambidextrous, cause I can use my right hand proficiently, right? I I can eat with it. I could I could somewhat write with it, cause that's cause I practice though. Like not, it ain't like a natural thing for me to write well with my right hand, but I can if my left hand was out of commission. But all the other strong things that I do with my right, I do it on my right. Like I pitch with my right, um, box with my right because all my arm strength is mostly in my right, and the finesse and all that other stuff, the detail stuff comes in my left hand. So I'm ambidextrous, right? But I'm 13 years old, and Bradley's there. and Bradley's the man on the block. He All the girls knew him. He went to the the thug school. So he had all the girls in my neighborhood that went there. He knew everybody. And I remember uh, as I was talking to Bradley about me being able to use my left or right hand. I didn't want to say ambidextrous because I didn't want it to go over Brad's head. Like I didn't want to seem too smart. I didn't want to mess up the conversation, the flow of the conversation. So I dumbed it down and I just said, yeah, I'm lefty, but I could use my right too. And Bradley looks at me like, oh, so you ambidextrous. And I said, Yeah, yeah, actually, I am ambidextrous. And I had that epiphany then that here I am trying to dim my light so that he could shine. He looked at me like I was an idiot. You mean ambidextrous? Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, that's exactly what I meant. But I can't undo that because I gave him all of that. I let him shit on me because I shit on myself. I try to dull my light so he can shine. And I've done that. Man, I can't even tell you. And people that I've done it for know it. Because sometimes, sometimes people will see your light more than you see it. And it took me a long time to just finally accept the fact that I might just be a dope human being. I don't need anybody else to tell me whether you don't think it. It's not Your opinion doesn't, it doesn't uh, affect my opinion of me. And that's something that takes a long time to grasp. Your opinion does not affect my opinion of me. I'm glad you got one. I'm glad you feel free to give it. Good or bad, live on. But how I feel about Gene, oh man. The truth that I know about me, what I see in that mirror, you can't see it. You, You only see what the outside of it. But my eyes looking into my eyes, only I see it. And so now that I believe it, I'm just I'm keeping my own beat. Regardless of what I'm getting tossed out there in the universe, I'm gonna keep my own beat, and I'll get back on track. And I I follow the the universal laws of mankind of how to be a person, how to be a citizen, how to be a a, a lover. I listen, but I keep my own beat, or I'll Put my, my oxygen mask on first before I help you put yours on. Interesting, interesting thing that you learn uh, from your travels or just from living your life. Because sometimes people will teach you things and you're not even knowing that they're teaching you until it's way over. I didn't know that I was having such a a, a profound lesson with Bradley that how many years ago. I didn't know that I'm I'm dancing with this girl who I'm sure I was probably trying to take home. Meanwhile, she taught me a a valuable lesson. She doesn't even know she taught me because apparently she didn't come home with me. (laughs) But I still took something with that from that. I still took something from that. So my listeners, my patrons, my friends, my family, all those that are within earshot. Keep your own beat. The music is gonna be playing, everybody can hear it, but how it how it affects you, you, just keep your own beat and you'll still be fine. Hold yourself down and you'll be able to help even more people. So get rich, don't think it's selfish trying to get wealthy because you're gonna help more people when you get it. So go get it, go chase your dreams, be selfless for a little bit so you can help more people. Follow your dreams, follow your drive, go get that. Go get it. Because I'm getting mine and I'm you're listening to it. You're listening to my drive right now. It's at the, the root level, but please understand you're y'all getting to witness the beginning. And I'm I'm just I'm just dancing to my own drum right now. That being said, party people, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all for listening. This is uh, I, ho- I hope this is as therapeutic for you as it is for me. Um, you already know where to find me on social media at Gene Harding. That's Instagram, Facebook, Mr. Gene Harding at on Twitter. And then you can definitely go to GeneHardingNow.com. Find out where I'm going to be performing and all that wonderful stuff, man. I appreciate every. Each and every one of you, thank you so much for this opportunity to help you while I help myself. Because I ain't doing this for naught. Like, even though this is for you, trust me, I got my mask on because I can better serve you this way. You know what to do, party people. Live, love, laugh. Make sure everything you do in your life is is at that top level. And we out-chair. So, so the music was supposed to have (laughs) been, yo, I'm going to work on the technique. Don't you worry about that. We're going to try this again. Party people, we are out. No, still going to front on me. All right. Y'all know what to do. We don't need no music to send out. Talk to y'all next week.